Morality and politics. Today we're going to be looking at morality and policy in Louisiana as it relates to gambling policy, how it relates to any policy. And we're going to be discussing how do you bridge the divide between religion, morality, and policy. And a large part of Louisiana legislature is comprised of Republicans, so that can uh, owe the system to a lot of gridlock. And with gridlock, you're not able to get things done. You're not allowed to pass budget bills. You're not allowed to get policies done in a speedy manner. And a quote that I found interesting to kind of you know drive a discussion for uh, this podcast was that of Gene Mills, the president of the conservative Louisiana family firm. And this was concerning policy uh, towards gambling. And it says, it's not just morality, it's responsi responsibility. And I think that draws like a very good segue into, you know, where do you bridge the divide between morality and politics? And as we see, um, you know, uh, religion and morality and, you know, the conflation of the two try to drive policy in, Louis <laughs> in Louisiana, it affects, you know, the outcomes of certain things, you know, can affect, you know, marginalized groups of people in New Orleans, you can affect marginalized groups of people all over the state. So I think the baseline I'm going to operate off for this video is, you know, can you separate politics and morals? And if you can, how do you address policy towards that? So if anybody wants to jump in, you know, we can start off with Dominic. I think that'd be a good uh, starting point and we can jump off from there and, you know, we can just talk about it from there. So take it away. I think uh, one of my biggest questions is, uh, or rather uh, a thought I have is I think what we qualify as gambling is sometimes flawed, uh, at least in the way I think about it. Um, to me, there are games like uh, blackjack, which essentially you can't win at. It's essentially, you can, you can of course win a game or two, but long-term there is no strategy that bears real fruit. But in a game like poker, where you're not playing a house that has its cards set against you, uh, I see it more of a more as a, a skill-based game, and that is something that I don't really view as gambling, and I I, I can't see uh, why it's held in the same regard, other than the fact that it's just a card game. Um, so I, I'm interested in things like things like uh, why do we call certain things? Uh, oh, no, I get what you're saying. I say, why do you, why are certain things regarded as gambling compared to other things when, you know, the way, the method in which the game is played is vastly different than, you know, you know, roulette or, you know, uh, you know, horse, you know, horse betting and stuff like that. No, I get what you're saying. But I think, I think the driving point for this is, you know, can you separate politics and morals? Like is, should, like, I guess what I should be addressing is, you know, are we allowed, I mean, should, you know, our religious inclinations guide policy and, and if so like are we allowed to infringe on other people's rights as a result of you know how we feel about you know religion as so like gambling as we know about gambling the christian religion you know that's deemed bad under under christian values you know so if if republicans you know republicans you know have the ability to gridlock um you know louisiana's legislature if they wanted to and if they do that based upon you know their christian values is at you know utilizing you know this Christian this Christian this Christian uh, uh, religion as a means of you know infringing on other people's rights and I think that's a good conversation to be had you know where is the line to be drawn you know infringing on people's rights and you know practicing you know your, your religion I think you know you know where does you know where's that that fine line I think how far is too far you know so just like flesh out any way you want but 
operating around those, what do you think? Uh, I think it's it's a really I think there's a lot of debate to be had and I don't know quite where I lie on it because there's there's one side of the argument that says obviously we're a, a country that's uh, it's got no national religion you're allowed it's one of the uh, many explicit things uh, we've outlawed in Bill of Rights that you're allowed to practice whatever religion you want uh, and so then the argument would be you shouldn't infringe on anyone's religion but at, at the same time there's people who say is my religion not allowed to influence my politics. Um, and so I think the real, the real way to answer the question of what should be allowed and what shouldn't be uh, in, terms, in terms of morality is what you genuinely feel uh, harms, um, not necessarily something you wouldn't personally do, um, something you feel no one should be allowed to do because it may harm another person. Um, and I'm, I kind of lean to the side of, uh, generally speaking, if you choose uh, to gamble, uh, you know what risks you're taking if you're an adult. Of course, there's child gambling and all kinds of things which are morally uh, clearly abhorrent because they're preying on children. But I think at a certain point, uh, there's a strong argument that if you're an adult and uh, conscious of your decisions, uh, should you be allowed to make the decision to gamble? No, I get that. I understand that. Does anybody else want to jump in? Daniel, Jackson, anybody? Any comments on that? You good? What even is the argument for not having the choice to gamble if you want to? Meaning what? What do you mean? Like, what is the, what is the argument? Like, what's the reasoning behind not allowing... Like for example, for example, like for, for example I'll, I'll give you a little background just so you understand a little bit more. So in Louisiana... There was a sports betting bill that was up and during the, you know, the 2018 session and it got shot down. Danny Martini tried to pass it. He's an independent. He's from my district or your district. I'm not sure. Um, and he shot that. He, he, uh, he put it in the House and the Senate and then it got shot down by the, the Republicans. And they, their driving point was from they were backed by conservative lobbyists and they said, we're not going to pass this because it's about morality. It's about responsibility. So what? They feel as though they can deprive people the right. I mean, I guess, I guess what the argument you've had is, is it their place to tell people what is good for them or what is just for them or what is morally, you know, responsible for them as an, an individual? And should that affect policy? But I feel like that's an interesting thing to do because are you depriving people of, you know, the rights? Like if I want to go gamble, I as a human being can go gamble. But if somebody works in the government is, you know, pursuing a conservative agenda, are they, should they be allowed to influence my actions as a sovereign citizen? So I think that's, I think that's where the argument is, you know, you know, how do you divorce that idea of, you know, church and state should church, should the values of the church affect policy in Louisiana? And that's super important because it has a lot to do with, you know, um, our rights as an individual. So I think that's, that's where I was trying to go with it. And I'm sorry if I wasn't clear about it, but you know, how do we divorce that idea? And I mean, are, are we, can we even divorce it? Because everybody has their own, you know, personal leanings. So is it even possible to do that? So it's, 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 it really is a kind of like a philosophical, philosophical argument to be had, but you know, any conversation about it is welcome. I think, um, and this is the reason I tend to lean more towards the side of uh, permitting gambling. Um, and I, I draw a lot of relations, and some people may not agree with this, but I draw a lot of relations between uh, the debate about gambling uh, and the debate about uh, 
alcoholism, uh, prohibition and things like that. Because um, prohibition, the argument was that alcohol was greatly destructive. There were uh, fathers who were supposed to be raising families and uh, providing for uh, their wives uh, who were drinking all their money away, uh, unemployed, un unemployed and all of the rest. Um, and that morally was why it had to be outlawed. Um, and I, I draw the correlation there to gambling uh, because I think the, cent the central argument for why it's immoral um, is not just because you can win or lose money. It's the fact that it, it, the mindset can entrap people um, and some people uh, will lose sight um, and, of course, get addicted and things like that and lose all their money. Uh, I think in that way, it's very related to uh, prohibition, um, saying that it should be illegal because there are negative things that can come from it. Um, but obviously, I, I personally don't drink. I don't think it's good for me, too. Um, but I would never even consider uh, outlawing uh, alcohol because it's a, it's a constant decision you have to make. Um, the same with a lot of things in life. Like if you're going to legalize guns, they of course kill people. But if you've made the decision as a society to allow guns, um, responsible individuals holding them, um, I think you just have to understand that there is risk uh, and negative things associated with it. Um, but in the, t in the case of gambling, um, I think it should be legal because uh, an intelligent individual will be able to decipher whether or not they should be doing it. Uh, I think in the, in, the, in the sense of liberty, uh, it's the right thing to do when you look at what our country was founded on, which is, of course, liberty. Okay, I get that. That makes sense. And, you know, when you were saying that, talking about, you know, guns and stuff like that, I thought of, I was thinking about something as well, talking about, you know, you know, the age requirements too, you know, I find that super interesting, you know, What's to say, you know, somebody who's 18, somebody who's 21, you know, can't make that, you know, that adult decisions, you know, to gamble, to drink, to smoke. I mean, up until a long, not up until what, four months ago, you know, smoking was allowed. And I, I think that's an interesting thing to be had. And, you know, again, that also comes, you know, I guess, at least not pertaining to the smoking, the smoking part of it, you know, that was, you know, backed by like the Cancer Association and all that. And they had research, you know, you get more affected at an early age. So I get that, that makes sense. But, you know, regarding gambling, you know, what type of effect, you know, does, does that exactly have from, uh, I'm sorry, what type of effect does that draw from, you know, conservative, conservative values? And I think it's just, you know, it really is an interesting conversation pertaining to uh, conservatism, especially in Louisiana, because as far as I know, you know, Louisiana politics for as long as we can remember has been driven, you know, Louisiana has always, you know, been the last adopt stuff, you know, especially regarding, you know, rampant, you know, racist policies, you know, Louisiana was, you know, one of the last states to, you know, to integrate. And, you know, that's, that's super important because if we always, as a state, you know, fall behind in those specific things, are we not, you know, doing better for our people in the state by adopting policies that reflect, you know, this, this divorcing of the, the church and uh, the state? And I feel like, example, you know, Nevada draws in so much money from gambling, especially from after um, the... Uh, you know, for a long time, let me just draw back a little bit, but more background. For a long time, you know, Nevada was one of the only states that could draw, you know, taxable earnings from the gambling industry. For the longest time, there was, they were grandfathered into a specific bill that allowed them to uh, make 
tax revenue from gambling. So they were the only ones benefiting from it. And you know, Louisiana, as soon as as soon as there was a Supreme Court case that uh, overturned this uh, this uh, law because it was unconstitutional, because it was basically a monopoly on the gambling industry, and they overturned it the Supreme Court. And so after this, you know, all these states had already began, you know. Uh, uh, drafting stuff regarding, you know, sports betting and online betting and horse betting and all that stuff online. So we see, you know, Mississippi, they were one of the first people, they had already had their stuff queued and ready for the, go the governor to sign off on. And Louisiana is one of the last, again, it's like, it's not one of the last states, but there is yet to fall in line. And they're driving, you know, they're driving uh, home point on this is, you know, it's not morally responsible for us to do this. And I just think that's an interesting conversation to be had because while they're saying this, you know, we're losing out on millions and millions of dollars of tax revenue that can go back to, you know, citizens, go back to, you know, welfare programs, especially because we have a democratic governor right now. I'm sure he would fund all these welfare programs in the state. And I feel like, are we sacrificing the advancement of our people and our state and sacrificing the progression of our citizens on the basis of morality and politics. And I feel like that's interesting. Is that not immoral in and of itself to deprive people of, you know, especially right now with the COVID outbreak, you know, we're, I mean, while we do have the federal stimulus, you know, based on, you know, you know, state money as well, that, that goes to, uh, to, uh, what is it? To, I mean, what's the fucking word? I curse, whatever. Um, unemployment, yeah, that was the word. The additional money that can be had from tax revenue can be put to unemployment. And I feel like that's essentially, you know, that'd be a good thing for the people of Louisiana, but we're sacrificing one thing of the sake of, you know, conservative, a conservative agenda. And I feel like that's not only wrong, I feel like that's, that in and of itself is immoral. You know, we're sacrificing a personal liberties of of individuals that should be provided to them, you know, the the right to to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, you know, right? And that's, you know, if we're depriving people of things that are essential to their life, is that in and of itself not immoral for, you know, for conservative groups to pursue that? And I feel like that's a very interesting conversation to, that that revolves around this whole morality and politics things. Is it even possible to divorce it? Because my morality in and of itself, you know, is if we're not giving people what is due to them as, you know, in the Bill of Rights as citizens of the United States of America, we're basically, you know, doing an immoral act. But then on the other side, you have conservatives saying, you know, um, gambling is bad for the soul. It's immoral. It, you know, it, it creates bad qualities in a person. It messes up the family dynamic. We have people developing bad addictions that then cascade into, you know, abusive relationships with family, messing up, you know, the whole family situation. Because as we know it, you know, conservatives, I mean, it's just a fact, conservatives have a very, you know, esoteric view on how relationships are. It's very, you know, man, woman, uh, no children. Well, like, I mean, I'm sure if you've even read, you've read the Bible, I'm sure you know everything. Uh, you know everything pertaining to how the Bible views families, man, woman, you know, very a very normalized relationship. And that doesn't really address, you know, the, the you know, gay couples, you know, adoption, you know, all this stuff around that. And I think it's just a very, you know, interesting conversation that pertains to that. Because if we see it affecting one realm of politics, gambling and policy, then how, you know, how can we start thinking about how does morality from these conservative groups 
affect you know other parts of policy and it's exactly i mean you could you could segue this entire conversation over to the abortion debate to the um fuck, anything you know illegal immigration i mean anything really anything marijuana going back to prohibition there's a lot of i think it's just interesting you know where does it where is that fine line it's it really is a very philosophical debate about that but it's hard. It really is hard because you sac you sacrifice people's per personal liberties in the, in the pursuit of something you're convicted with. You know, like convicted in your face. So, if I'm truly a believer of this, I'm going to pursue any policy that reflects my beliefs as an individual. But I'm going to sacrifice the liberties of another individual. And I feel like when we do that, you know, we devolve as we devolve and we deprogress as a, as a people. And I feel like you know, that's not good. I don't know. That's just my opinion on mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Hey. Anybody else? Anybody else have anything to say? You guys have not said anything, so if you want to jump in, come on. I know you have opinions. Just say like bluntly how you feel about it. Say bluntly how you feel. All right. How do you think that? Oh, you can go. Oh, you go. You go? Oh, okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Do you think that there should be limitations placed on gambling, like as if someone goes into gamble, like? Should they be able to gamble like every day for the rest of their lives, or should they should they have like a government mandated like uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to call it, but like a, a fixed amount you're allowed to wager, right? For yeah, a certain period of time, just to like so that could appease both sides, maybe something okay, like I that. Like, I feel like that'd be a good compromise, but then it's just like it's my it's money. It's difficult to say where that line is. Yeah, it's like uh, it's my money. Why can't I be told about how much? How much? And then, then again, you know, if we're looking at it from a very political, like a political lens, no lobbying company is ever going to allow the government to, I promise you, so many people in the state legislature are lobbied so hard. There's no way any legislature would ever pass regarding, you know, this individual can only uh, uh, bet 5,000. All businesses want in Louisiana is to maximize revenue, maximize profit, right? So what that yes that's basically all they want to do is maximize revenue maximize profit so there's no way that they're going to limit the amount i mean maybe maybe if you know there was like a super like epiphany like an epiphany situation in the state legislature everybody'd be like oh my gosh oh my god it's so bad this like this it's awful you know and everybody would fall in line but i doubt that it ever happened if you're, you're again it goes back to you know you're uh, you're an adult you can make this decision you know the consequences and if you become the issue like if you become addicted and start to show addictive qualities you need you need help and i think that's where i think that's that's the argument for that it's kind of like bet as much as you want You've, you're an adult you should be able to handle it and if you go over the edge and you start to like just a little more a little more just a cycle and you know as you get cycled through that you know through that system of you know uh you know rehab and then you do it again and all that stuff and that's and then again now i'm going to talk about the, the rehab system in louisiana i mean if anything, you know, doing that is just sets you right back up to go right back into it. It's just not, it's not set up good, especially the our, our mental health system in Louisiana, but that's, a, that's another conversation. Danny, you have anything? You were about to say something. Hey, you just said to be blunt. I don't know. I guess in the simplest way of thinking, I just think people should be able to choose whether or not they want to. I mean, I, I just think it's up to them. It should be. So what do you, what would you, if you were, if you could talk to a conservative right now, well, I mean, I'm talking to like two, three, but if you could talk to somebody in the conservative legislature and you say, and they're like, they're, they're like the mastermind behind, you know, this, this policy to prevent people 
from adopting sports gambling in Louisiana, what would you tell them? Like, what would you say? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to research their side even any more to understand even where they're coming from. Because honestly, I, I don't know. I'm not sure even I, I get the other side. <laughs> the main argument um, is just that it's uh, very destructive. Um, and obviously. Right. But I mean, why is it, why is it up to them to mandate your own personal choice? If, I mean, it obviously, yes, it can do very bad things to a person's life, but it, if they feel like they, you know, are in control of their own life, I think they should be able to choose whether or not they go into that or not. Fair. All right, that was good, yeah. All right, thank you.